Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode. I'm so happy you're here. Today, we are talking about unraveling the conditioning and the programming that we have. And we're going a little bit into the past for me. We're talking about my origin story and how I started out on this path to get to where I am now, talking about the Synergy Thrive Method and really discussing the nitty gritty of where I was and how I was thinking and how these tiny shifts and realizations grew into such a amazing path and how it's so amazing that I want to tell everybody else how to really get that path started for themselves to step into your best version of you, step into your synergy. So thank you for joining. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Synergy Thrive Podcast. I'm Kelly Cole, founder of Energy of Thrive Tribe and creator of Synergy Thrive Academy. This is a podcast for ambitious moms who are tired of feeling like a lack of energy and constant stress is preventing them from fulfilling their highest purpose. What if all the pieces you need to make that happen reside within you? Connecting the spirit, your brain, your body, your gut, and your mind creates a balance and synergy to thrive. Here is to thriving women. May we know them, may we be them, may we raise them. This is the Synergy Thrive Podcast. Hello, my gorgeous thriving souls. We are going to get to it today, talking all about unraveling your conditioning and programming, stepping into your highest self activating that synergy within yourself. And we're going to talk about my origin story. So we're going to talk about this time frame in my life, which I know that I've touched on in certain times, but I'm really going to go into some details here for you. And I think it's important because if you're struggling at all with feeling disconnected, feeling like you're in a place where you feel foggy, you're feeling sluggish mentally, sluggish physically, then that's where I was. And I was able to follow my own path to get over into this place where I'm feeling like I know exactly what to do for my body now. If I'm getting back into any of those sluggish places, I'm like, oh, I know what to do because now I freaking tried it out and I got it. Like I know how to make that happen, how to make that path for myself and the power and it's just the empowerment of having that knowledge, it's really priceless. So thank you for joining today. And we're going to start out, we're going to take a trip back in time to about 2017. This is after I had my second child. It's a pretty stressful time in life, having a baby, having a toddler, having a demanding job, and also having a pretty sick parent in my particular situation. So a lot of stressors And, you know, at that time, I was also struggling with the fact that I was very, I was carrying baby weight that my second pregnancy, I had just gained a lot more. I really did not feel that I was in a healthy weight. And for me personally, it was impacting my physical activity in a way that I'd never had before. So I felt like I was having a hard time getting up the stairs. I was having a hard time like getting sleep, 
comfortable to sleep at night. I was having a hard time bending down to do anything or like pick up my daughter. And so that was, that was just a place for me that was crossing a line. I was like, "Eh -eh, no, like I have never felt like this having physical mobility impaired. And for me, it was a non-starter. Like I didn't really have a good understanding or sense of what was making it so different for me that time. But what I knew was I'd never wanted to be that way again. And I said that out loud and I was like, I will never like, no, no. So this was very serious for me. And it made a place where I needed to jumpstart into something new. I was like, I'll blow this motherfucker up. Like, I do not care. I have to do something different here. And what I didn't realize was how much of my programs and conditioning and what the things that I was used to doing were keeping me stuck there and probably got me there in the first place. Um, So I'll just start by kind of talking about the fact that in my body, I was not, I didn't have any awareness at that point in time of the awareness that we have so much more knowledge of now, which is really about toxic loads within our body that are caused by so many different things. And I was like angry when I started learning about it. I was so freaking ticked. I was like, are you telling me, are you telling me that like there's just chemicals and freaking everything, like I am looking at my shampoo and I'm looking at my laundry detergent and I'm looking at the stuff that I'm putting on my baby when I have like cloth diapered and like done all this stuff to make baby food and like all this crap. And then I'm looking at it thinking, like, are you fucking kidding me? So that's really where I was with all of that, just having an awareness around it, which I had never had before. And as soon as I decided I was going to start making those changes in our family. So I started buying things differently. I started switching out all of our stuff, all of our cosmetics, my cosmetics, all of our shampoo and our body lotions and all of the things and our laundry detergent and our everything, just freaking everything. And I didn't do it like all at once in some foul swoop. I kind of just did it a little bit over time. However, that was a drastic first step for me. And when I did it, let me tell you, I lost 10 pounds within a month. I actually got freaked out because I was like, wait a minute, like, am I dying? Like, this is not, you know, what's going on? And I was fine. I was probably the most fine that I had been for a long time because my body was like actually able to just detox normal stuff and not be so overloaded that it felt like it had to keep storing things and getting in cycles and reabsorbing stuff because I was really in a lot of senses, probably beginning down a path of some kind of chronic illness, which we see so much of, right? So through my food, through my products, I was using everything. And I just realized um, that that was really needed to be different. And as soon as I did that, I had a really drastic change, which was an insane just realization for me. The next thing was even more insane, especially for a person who had struggled with fertility for years. I basically, I had started on an oral contraceptive when I was 16. So many of us have that story. So many women were told, oh, you have bad period cramps. Oh, you have, you know, 
discomfort in your periods? Okay, well, I know how to fix that. And they give you an oral contraceptive. And you might not even be telling them, I don't want to get pregnant. I'm having sex. You might not even be talking about that. However, that's what happened. And so I was on that for about 10 years. I came off of it. And as so many of us have all of these issues, and if you follow anything um, from Jolene Brighton, she is a naturopathic endocrinologist, and she has an amazing book called, um, I'm going to botch this, I think, something about, yep, can't remember. So anyway, it's basically like all about how if you're on birth control for a long time, that it can give your body this hangover of having all of the time from your teenage years into your young adulthood, when as women, all of these pathways for hormones are being built. However, if you're suppressing one of the pathways through artificially giving yourself hormones and not allowing your ovaries to talk to the rest of the pieces of your body that start all of the cycles and processes that happen with your natural hormones changing with your cycle, then that's how that gets jacked. And so I'm so sorry, I'll have to link that book in, um, in my notes, but you know, this was what happened. And after I had gone through so many fertility workups and all of this, and it was every time there's nothing wrong. There's nothing we can see. There's nothing that we found. Okay. Well, after I had done something as simple as changing the body products I was using and some of the foods that I was eating, I not only lost that weight, but my menstrual cycle came back into a normal pattern. And not only did it do that, I actually could tell after that when I was ovulating. Ovulation to me was like this mystery. Like people would talk about it and I'm like, yeah, tell me everything because I don't freaking, I, I, I'm learning about it. I understand it. I'm a nurse. Like, come on now. I totally understand what's supposed to be happening. I'm just saying my body's not doing it. Like you're telling me, oh, this happens when I ovulate and I can tell that and I can actually feel it and blah, blah, blah. Well, that wasn't happening for me. And it might be different for different people. However, it started happening for me. I could tell when I was ovulating. I knew when my cycle was coming. What? Yeah, guys, like that's in freaking thing. So a simple step one was literally detoxing my external parts of what was being added into my body, stopping the process of overloading my body and not allowing my body to be able to, you know, take a breath and heal itself like it's supposed to. The next thing I did Within a few months of that was, I decided to, actually, that's not the next thing I did. The next thing I did was I decided that I was going to start because I lost 10 pounds and I felt like that was a good jump starter. I wanted to start getting into more physical activity again, but I didn't feel like I was at the level yet where I could go jumping back into what I was doing before. So what I was doing before, I was a pretty good, like high intensity cardio girl. I loved kickboxing. I loved like all those classes at the gym where you'd be like kicking and dancing. And like, that was my thing. Cycling, running, climbing. I, there were times in my life where I'd done sprint distance triathlons. Like I was a very active person and I love 
the feeling of just using my body and feeling completely worn out. And like, I felt like I couldn't even do that. So it was very disheartening for me. And I felt like I was so far beyond, like out of touch with that part of myself. I had done yoga before I had done Pilates before both of them were just a little bit difficult for me to get into. I wasn't like loving it. You know, it was all so like slow and if you look at me now, it's actually hilarious because I feel like what one of the most important things in my life right now is my meditation practice, which is so like slow and whatever. And maybe there's just certain parts of me that weren't ready to accept any of that yet. I wasn't ready to have a lot of that. And I, I think the biggest thing is that I just didn't value it. I didn't understand that if I wasn't sweating my ass off and like, running and looking at some heart rate monitor that showed me that I had burned like oh, 500 calories, like that, you know, that didn't, that was still valuable. Like, even though I didn't do those things and that's where things started to shift. So I found a program and I know that I've said this before, just kind of as a point in my, um, my talking on my body and your body too. Like you have to find what you think is working for you. And it might not always be the same thing that it was before. Right. So what I found at this juncture was something called Pio. So that it was a Shailene Johnson program. I do love Shailene Johnson. My, um, my way that I started using it was actually DVDs. So it was like, now they have beach body on demand and it's on there and it's, accessible anytime. And then I, that was like, it was old school for me. So I was doing the DVDs. I would even take them with me. Like I remember we went to the beach and I took them with me with my mat because it was no, it didn't take up a lot of space. It was using your own body weight. It was fun. Like it was a faster pace. It was good music for me. Like I just felt like it was a good mishmash of things that I needed in order to put myself in a place to do different level of activity but it wasn't quite as slow as yoga and Pilates, but it wasn't like as hard line with like high level of activity as some of the other things I had done. So it was really exactly what I needed in this time. Now this program, I actually saw a lot of changes in my body. I felt like I was getting stronger. I felt like I was noticing my shape of my body shift a little bit. My clothes were fitting differently. I'm not a big person who is like in, you know, to into numbers, into caring about like how much you weigh. We all know that fat is like that muscle weighs a lot more than fat and like fat on your body can shift and change. And so whatever, like I was just like, all I care about is I want to feel good. And I felt like I finally found something that let me feel good. But here is where the magic was happening. So there's pieces of that program where you're doing your workout and then you're so warmed up and you start going into more stretching and more of like a yoga flow kind of routine. And this place for me was actually maybe even like the precipice, like the very itty bitty beginning of a meditation practice. Potentially I was finding myself lost in like the sounds and the moves and feeling so in touch with my body, feeling so like dip grounded and feeling like I was in that motion. I was in that feeling. And then having 
a lot of things come through to me. I had a lot of ideas that came through to me. I had a lot of, I would start actually like keeping my phone beside me and like writing little notes to myself because it was that profound. I had found a doorway into something that I had not entered before. And it was through something like an exercise program. I mean, this is, you could be doing swimming underwater and feel like that. You could be cycling and feeling like you're in a spin class and like, you know, all of these things can lend themselves to it if you're open to that. And so that was a huge shifting uh, for me. And it was just as simple as saying, I'm going to start this program. I'm going to do this. I'm going to say it maybe three days a week or something. I'm going to do this little like 20 to 30 minute thing. And even for me, like having a baby on the floor beside me and having to worry about like my getting my daughter in daycare or playing in her little play kitchen and my baby and my baby rocker, like I was doing all of that with my kids, like right around me. And I just said, like, this is mommy's time. And that's what it did. I was rolling with it. So that helped me feel more connected to myself. That helped me work through a lot of physical and probably somatic things that I needed to feel into my body for. I needed to connect more deeply to myself. And it was as simple as doing a 20 minute exercise. And that's what I did. So that was the start of it, guys. Good old Pio. This is Shailene Johnson. Hey guys, sorry for the interruption. I wanted to let you know about something we've been working on here at Synergy Thrive. As you know, as a pediatric nurse practitioner, one of my biggest ideas is that we are not only here to work with ourselves and work on ourselves, but also to pass on what we know to the younger generations. So what we decided was for those times when we absolutely know we're having a hard time with big emotions, with needing for calming, and that time is sometimes met with a place where you just don't have the tools that you need. If you're looking for a tool so that your kid can calm down before bed or have a tool to use during high emotion times, this is for you. We have sort of done a little magic here and interwoven some stories. Our four story characters that are four separate listening experiences are a turtle, a dinosaur, a unicorn, and a mermaid. And so far, they've been met with some rave reviews by some little five and seven year olds that have tried them out. And we not only start with the story to capture their attention, but we also interweave in some calming breathing, which will naturally activate their own calming centers. And we pair that with the magic of meditation with music. And so this piece is a beautiful blend of music and meditation and story that's really geared toward the child's mind and having them begin to lay that little foundation of calming, of self-regulation and plant those seeds now so that when we are older, that we're able to have those things to fall back on because muscle memory and mind memory go together 
and being able to know this is something that helps me when I feel out of control. And if you want to check out the link for your own kid, this is not $11.99 investment, super cheap. It's just really us wanting to have some product here to be able to expand and help all of us ambitious mamas who are out there not only shining our own light, not only doing our inner work for ourselves, but really ready to pass these things down onto the next generation. And this is a kid-friendly approach and a great way to do it. So check it out. The link is in the description. And we cannot wait to hear all the good things that you guys have to say. The next thing that was like my big shift was probably the most empowering thing. I grew up in the 90s when everybody was like stuffing their face full of snack well cookies because it was like low fat and everybody was talking about how it's a low fat this and low fat that and nobody talked at all because nobody, you know, you can say nobody knew, but I'm sure somebody knew that sugar was really like one of the things that was making everything crazy, let alone how all the changes that happened within that time frame of like the 80s to 90s where all of the boxed foods and the chemical foods started kind of really getting their grasp on society. And so I was in the middle of all of that as a child. I mean, my eating, my, my emotional eating, it was pretty intense. A lot of cravings, a lot of patterns that were directly associated with, oh, if I feel like this, then I'm going to go eat. If I feel out of control, if I feel upset, if I feel grief, if I feel sadness, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat, I'm going to eat. Like that was really how I was coping with most things. I didn't have a lot of other coping tools besides anger, also a pattern. And um, what I decided was that I wanted to step further into some of the things that I was researching about things we're putting in our bodies. And having such a drastic and insane change from removing all the chemicals from around my body, I wanted to see what would happen next if I changed some of the foods I was eating. But I needed to look at it in a way like what if I kind of went extreme. <laughs> so um, what I started with there was I did the whole 30 diet. And this is where so much has come to light for me. So the whole 30 diet is a whole 30 days where it's gluten-free, sugar-free. It's like added sugar, like natural sugar, a little bit of natural sugar is okay. Um, gluten-free. So you're not eating gluten. You're not eating added sugars. You're no alcohol, no beans or legumes and pretty much you're not like you're getting down to like the basics. So that was a revelation for me in multiple ways. The first thing was really just figuring out how, what, excuse me, what do I eat? Like I was like, I don't even know. And so that was really a huge learning curve. I had to have so many resources at my hand to be able to figure out what do I eat and how do I cook? And like, what am I doing? So it was a lot of that. It was also a lot of me feeling the effects of 
not having those things in my body. And it wasn't pretty. I mean, you know, it's similar to if people talk about, it's like you have to be metabolically flexible. So when you are just eating a normal American diet, standard American diet, you're always in a place most of the time where you're just consuming a lot of energy foods, like your sugars and all the stuff that you're eating. Um, it's just giving your energy. You're never in a place where you're probably breaking down your own body fat for energy, which is um, com this concept when people start going into ketosis and the keto diet and high fat and um, low carb. And that's because all the carbohydrates are giving you fast energy. And uh, without them, your body starts to use itself for energy. So it, it was, that's what I'm talking about with being quote, metabolically flexible, because the more metabolic flexibility you have, the more easy it is for your body to just switch gears. Like, Oh, doo -doo. like we don't have that many carbs. Okay. Doo -doo. We're just going to like go into a little bit of that breakdown. And um, now we have some carbs and we're going to go back. But for some people who have a lot of insulin resistance and who are struggling with those types of things metabolically in their body, it's not easy for them. This is like a struggle. So, um, that first two weeks without those things in my body, it was really rough. And I just remember feeling like I'm going to come out on the other side of this and I'm pretty sure I'm going to feel better. So I'm going to stick with it. And I was really dedicated to it. Probably the most dedicated to it that I had been, I mean, I had really nailed this one down. And the thing that was promoting me the most and giving me that much more ambition to keep going was watching the result that I had already and how many pounds I had lost and how much different I felt after just changing some of the things in my, around my body. So I couldn't imagine what it was going to do next when I started changing what's going into my body. And by the time that I got to the end and I have written, if you look, um, it's probably buried now into the very beginning. This is kind of where I started some of my blogging journey on synergythrive.org. It was really all around the concept of the whole 30 diet and what do I eat and how do I feel? There's a book that goes along with it. And at the end stages, when your body is really just, it's rid of the things that it's used to. It's not getting extra sugars. It's not getting extra, you know, alcohol, like none of the things. And so it's like your body is able to drop into being more of a finely tuned machine and do the things it's supposed to do. You're not clogging it up. You're not slowing it down. And it impacted the way that I felt drastically and how I felt it the most was my energy level. So my energy level, like I was sleeping really, really good. And when I woke up in the morning, I felt like, like I was, it was crazy. And what they call that time is tiger blood. It's like so dramatic. And they, they're like, it's the tiger blood time. And like the tiger blood time was essentially like, you just ready to rip and roar and you are like, it's, it was freaking awesome. I don't know that I've ever felt like that. I don't know that I've ever taken steps within my life and had such an insane within a, you know, 14 to 21 day period. I feel like that. I feel that different. Get out of here. Like it was 
awesome and it was empowering and it made me feel like I can do this. Like, and like I'm in freaking control. Like this isn't about someone else's choice. This isn't about what someone else wants. This isn't about what someone else thinks or anything. Like this is me being completely in control of my body and knowing that if I feel a little off, if I feel like I'm ready to um, sleep more and feel like I can't think and feel like I'm being impacted this way, that I have the ability to change that simply by changing the things that I'm putting in my body and how I'm moving my body. That revelation for me was earth shattering. It was paradigm shifting. This revelation is the revelation of the Synergy Thrive Method, but it's not all of it, right? Because we have talked about my bo the body, we've talked about the gut now, like this gut piece was really huge. And now also, this was the struggle going through the whole 30 was the thought in your mind, because as you're doing something you've never done before. Once I started this path down entrepreneurship, I realized how much inner work you have to do. A lot of inner work. It was insane. And we've talked about the brain now with like sleeping and eating, feeding your brain the way that it needs to be fed. But your mind, your mind, oh, it's a whole other animal. The thoughts that were coming into my mind were well, who am I to do this? Oh my gosh, people are going to think I'm weird. Oh my gosh, people are going to like say something to me if I don't eat what I'm supposed to eat at dinner or what they're not, if they're, I'm eating something then different than what they're eating or uh, we had to go to a company dinner. I brought something that was like a side dish for myself and it was only for me. I brought, you know, a little bit for some other people too, but I was like, this is insulting to the people who are making this food because I'm bringing my own freaking food. However, I had to just stand in that. I had to just be like, yeah, I'm just on this protocol. Like, yep, it is what it is. And move the fuck on. Like, everybody was drinking that night. Everybody had different food than me. Um, not really, but like some of it. And I just fucking said it. I just said what it was. I was like, yeah, I'm just on this protocol. Moving on, like, Mind your biz. <laughs> it's not about you. It's not about them, dude. It's not about them. So having this awareness around the thoughts that you're thinking and really just looking at them, looking at the thoughts and being like, is that true? Like, maybe, maybe not. And maybe who gives a fuck if it is? Like, if half of it is you just caring about what other people are thinking, then those are the ones you just, just like, Shut, shut that shit down immediately because it's not worth it. You are going to live your life, worry about all the things that everyone else is saying and doing. What about you? You are the one that matters. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, having control over your mind was quite a journey. I don't, I mean, I think it's always a ongoing journey, right, for everybody but an awareness around your thoughts that you're thinking, an awareness around the negative thoughts, especially an awareness around self-destructive thoughts. A lot of the things that we come with 
into adulthood are things that we have been thinking for a long time. And you might have to look back at some of those and think, where did they come from? I'm sure I wasn't a little baby thinking that to myself. Was it a friend? Was it a family member? Was it a teacher? Was it society in general? You know, where was it? And is that true? Always asking yourself, is it true? And should I care enough about that, that to change the way that I'm living? I really never thought about questioning those things before. I never thought about asking myself, having any awareness around the things that I'm thinking in my brain, first of all, or ever asking myself if, if those things were true. Your mind is so freaking powerful. It is insane. And having an awareness around your mind is really, it's like puts up this little barrier. Helping people with these types of endeavors Changing things around your daily habits, around what you're eating, around how you're exercising, around how you're moving your body, what you're putting on your body. All of those things can be very impacted by the way you're thinking about them, by the lens that you're viewing them through. And if they are not viewed through a lens of self-empowerment, of protecting yourself from outside influence, then you're going to be at a place where it's hard to continue on with those changes and hard to do those changes and stick to them. And at so much of the time, a lot of our behaviors are predicated on the thoughts that we're thinking about first. Think it, we do it. We think it, we do it. We think it, we do it. So, so much of what we do in our programs, when we're working with people on this, it's, we have to get down to this level. We have to get down to your mind level. And um, I think that it's some of the most powerful work besides the spiritual piece. The things that you're putting into your body and how you're moving your body and releasing things from your body, like these pieces, those are the easier ones in my mind. By my opinion, yes, those are the easier ones. When you start getting deep into spiritual work, into your own inner work, into your own thought processes. Oh, woo! It's like that door gets busted open and it is, it gets crazy. It's impactful, crazy impact, crazy change, transformation. That's what we're here for. That is what the Synergy Thrive Method is about. And last but not least, I mean, we are 24 episodes in, guys, to the Synergy Thrive podcast, and the majority of the episodes so far have been from spirit, from the spiritual lens. This, the rest of this whole process, getting into a place where you are connected to yourself, where you're energetic, where you're thinking clearly, where you feel motivated to get into the best version of yourself, your highest self to impact not only yourself, but the people around you. And you know how strongly I feel about impacting the generations that are under us as well. The spirit is the key, the spiritual piece. And so you, you've probably heard way more 
at this point because it's been very heavy there. But my spiritual journey has been the most fucking insane ride of my life. And I, it's, it's going. It's still going. I've recently been able to really start to open my intuition in ways that I had been suppressing for a long time. I think, I mean, first of all, we are all able to do that. Every single one of us. And um, the spirit piece here is don't misconstrue it. It is not religion. It is not what anyone else tells you that it is. All that it is, is for you to connect deeply into yourself, to understand that you are a divine being, that the divine is all around. It is you. It is the universe around and it is you. And it is your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your children. It is your animals that you love and that are deeply connected to you. It is the earth around us and you are part of it too. So connecting to yourself and connecting into that place where you can make your impact, however you are called to do it. Living in your truth, experiencing life with joy, creating, being a person who is a creator of whatever the hell you are feeling like that's what's meant for you, whether it be writing or music or anything, like it can be freaking anything, drawing and painting and building, you can be, you know, anything. There is something meant for each of us. Each of us are meant to display and shine our light our own way. And that's the beauty of life. So letting that feminine energy and the masculine energy come through you. But the very first piece is simply connecting to yourself. In our healing circles that we have free, um, anybody can come to any one of those. And it's really a good place to start that connection. That is simply getting into a little bit of a different brainwave seat because we're doing some meditation works because we are letting someone guide you into your own little path of meditation. We're also doing some breathing with it. And so all of that together becomes a beautiful place for connection. And I would highly, highly recommend you coming to one of our free healing circles. This is really the basis of our membership. This is what, this is what we do. This is where we take our baby steps and start to open the doors that lead deeper into yourself. I'm pretty sure my next thing, I don't know where I'm going to put it yet. Maybe TikTok. I don't know. But I'm definitely getting this little song that keeps coming to me. And it's connect to you and pass it down to and connect to you and pass it down to and connect to you and pass it down to. And it's all because that's exactly like if you want to like our tagline is connect, integrate, thrive. And that's it connect to you and pass it down to. It's so simple. 
that's all that really like we're here for, you know? I mean, my work as a nurse practitioner working in pediatrics, I can tell you that my work is for the babies. It's for those kids, but you can't get to the babies through them all the time. You have to go through their parents. That's why you're here, guys. That's what it's about. So, um, that is rounding out all of my origin story. And I kind of wanted to go into each little individual area and talk about that. I think that it's a powerful story. It's motivated me all the way here. We're starting podcasts and having conversations with people about this and spreading the word. It's really just the very beginning. The transformation that people are, that people are experiencing. It's, it's amazing. So that is what I have for you guys today. I am so excited for you to take your own baby steps. And if you are ready, please click the link that we have in our, in our, um, description for this podcast, which is all about, um, joining us in this healing circles. That's the very first step. If you're like, yeah, definitely going to do that. You will get an invitation after the healing circle to look further into more, more material. So whether for you, that's more podcast episodes, whether for you, that's looking through our website or whether for you, that's looking into a monthly membership option so that you're connected and looking into a community and things like that. So any of the things we really have all levels of whatever you are ready for. But if you think that this transformation is something that you know that you need and that you are ready to connect to you and pass it down to, come on, the time is now. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. It was an amazing episode. And as always, I wish for you to find beauty in the very smallest things today. I will see you guys soon. Hey guys, it's me and I wanted to drop in for you, especially my listeners of the Synergy Thrive podcast, because we are starting something new and it's so important for me to share this with you because we want you guys to be some of the very first people to experience this. If you're listening to the Synergy Thrive podcast, then you're clearly starting to take those baby steps and starting to think about your own synergy. And if that's true for you, then I have a very special offer. We are starting a monthly membership. It's called the Synergy Collective. So if you're struggling with feeling that disconnection from yourself, you know you're ready to start letting go of stress, letting in joy, having that impact your life and the people around you, and especially our children and those around us, especially these relationships that are so important to us, then this is the place for you. In the Synergy Collective, we are going to have a live monthly meeting. We're going to have breathwork sessions and meditation sessions, and we're going to have at your fingertips information that you can access anytime along with our own community. And we really can't wait for everyone to start jumping in and joining us so that we can support you in your own synergy journey. If you're ready to check this out, you can go to signup.com.
synergythrive.org forward slash members and check out all of the information we have for you there so that you can see what you would like and which choices you think you want to join with. And again, that is signup.synergythrive.org forward slash members. We'll see you there. Thank you for joining us on the Synergy Thrive podcast. I hope this episode helped you take one more step towards your synergy and brought you one level higher to fulfilling your highest purpose. Please rate and review this podcast. Each review helps other ambitious moms just like you. Don't forget to take a screenshot of your review and tag me on Instagram at Synergy Thrive. I will see you in the next episode.